Hey, Amy Robeson here. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we talk about spirituality, the awakening process, mental health, and so much more. Join me weekly to get your weekly dose of spirituality and medicine. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. to today's show. I'm so excited you are here. I'm so excited because we're going to talk about defining your spirituality, your spiritual life. I think this is so important because it does not matter what you were taught. It does not matter what I think. It matters what you think. It matters how you define it because you are the creator of your reality. You are the beacon that gets to illuminate your path. And yes, you get support from creation. You get support from God, whatever sacred title you give that sacred being, and from your guides. I think that defining your spirituality and understanding what it is supports you in having a more spiritual life supports you in living a spiritual existence because you are a spiritual being having a human experience. And when you have these human experiences that can be tough, that can be challenging, that can be amazing and blissful, it supports you on staying on your path to evolve, to have your many purposes here in this timeline, in this lifetime, so that your soul can accomplish what it wants to accomplish. Spirituality is unique to everyone. And when you define it, you get an opportunity to really anchor into your center, into your heart, and know that this is gonna be your guiding path. You are also allowed to change your mind. Let me say that again. You are allowed to change your mind on your path and redirect your course at any time. So if there's something that you're doing now that does not resonate with you, you're allowed to change your mind. And I'll give you an example. I was taught very early on in my spiritual path that you are to be a vegetarian or vegan. I was a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian for a very, very, very long time. However, I got very, very sick from being a vegetarian. My bones felt like they were going to break. I felt so fragile. I felt so malnourished, but I didn't want to go against what I was taught. I also wanted to practice nonviolence, but my body was not okay with it because I have certain genes, I have certain autoimmune things, I have um, hypermobility, and my body was not okay with the lack of minerals and vitamins I was not getting because I was not eating any animal meat. With that being said, I'm not telling you not to be a vegan or a vegetarian if you are, I'm just sharing my example of what I had to change my mind on in my spiritual path because it wasn't right for me. After visiting many health practitioners and them telling me I had to start adding animal product back into my diet, I finally had to make peace with that decision 
and I had to redirect this thought of what what do I consider nonviolence if I am eating animal meat? And that was they had to be ethically treated, they had to be grass fed, they had to be pasteurized, and they had to have lived their best life to completion. And that made me feel better about it. And let me tell you, the second I ate bone broth, chicken bone broth for the first time in many, many years, I could feel life coming back into my body. And I have asked many times in my Akashic records, like, hey, can I be a vegetarian again? I always get the answer no, because of the type of human body that I have in this experience and that it is not conducive for my health. And so I had to make peace with that. And so you get to decide what's right and what's not right for you, what's true, what is not true for you. And you get to also not follow what you are taught if it doesn't resonate with you because you are the ultimate creator in your life and you get to live your spiritual life how you define it. You also, when you're living a spiritual life, you're connecting with something higher than yourself. You get to decide what that connection looks like and whom you're connecting with and how you make that connection. My first spiritual teacher told me that you can talk directly to God. I'm gonna use the word creation because I like that word for that title, for that being that you can talk directly to creation. You don't have to talk to anybody else through in order to get to creation. I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense. And But there are some belief systems that you have to work through other beings in order to connect with creation. That's totally up to you. If that's your belief system, that's great. Whatever your belief system is, I'm gonna respect that. And you might not have everybody that respects your belief system. The main thing is, is is it your belief system and do you respect it? Do you believe it? Because you're the one that gets to define it and you get to define it all throughout your life. You also get to redefine and deepen and strengthen what that connection looks like and how you connect and you connect through that higher connection, through rituals, practices that support you in living a spiritual life. Everything become a spiritual practice if you allow it to be. And that is as simple as washing the dishes, shoveling the snow, taking out the trash, sitting down to meditate, lighting a candle, setting up an altar, everything in your life can become a spiritual practice if you allow your perception to embody that, if that's something you want to do. You don't have to do that. Some people believe that spirituality has to be this super complicated thing. Do you believe that? For me, my belief system is not. It can be simple. It can be easy. It can be as simple as a breath and redefining and reconnecting to my light source within, which then connects me to my God self, my creator self, 
because I believe creation dwells within me and dwells within everything. And so if I'm connecting with everything, if I'm connecting with a tiny crystal or if I'm connecting with a small snowflake or I'm brushing my feet or touching the grass with my feet, I'm connecting. But am I willing to allow that perception of connection to come to the forefront of my awareness? That's what you get to define. And you're going to be defining this the rest of your life. And it's something that can be really fun. You can also make it really stressful if you want. For me, I want to make it fun because why not? It's such a beautiful thing. It's such a magical thing. And we get to be the ultimate creators of our reality. And we get to feel that connection. We get to be that connection. And through rituals and practices that can be cultivated through deep, deep reverence. It can be cultivated through breath. It can be cultivated in so many different ways, but that's totally up to you. I have this spiritual practice of taking care of my plants. When I'm taking care of my plants, I'm talking to them. I know they're sending me beautiful vibes back. I'm connecting with them. They're connecting with me. And we're creating this beautiful harmony within my household and within their environment and within my environment. And I know that creation dwells within them and creation dwells within me. And we're connecting through that source point. And it's beautiful. Do you have to have that practice? Absolutely not. You get to define what those practices are and it's magnificent. Another way of defining your spirituality is understanding or discovering what the true meaning of life is. And this, this is something that I believe we are defining throughout our lifetime. You might have the definition and that might feel good to you, which is beautiful, or you might still be trying to figure it out. I think it's evolving. And so it's whatever you think. It doesn't matter what I think. It's whatever you think. And that is what's, what's the true meaning of life? What's the true meaning of your life? What's the true meaning of this chapter you're in? What are your many purposes because you're going to have many, many purposes throughout this lifetime and you're going to have many self-discoveries. You're going to evolve in so many different ways. Can you allow that to unfold and can you allow that childlike wonder to be curious about it all throughout your lifetime? Because curiosity supports in your soul's evolution. The other thing that I think it's really important to define is what does spirituality look like in this chapter of my life? And can I give myself permission to allow it to evolve as I evolve? And this looks different through each chapter. So for me, I have had many different types of meditation practices. Some look very simple. Some are very extravagant. It just depends on the chapter that I'm in in my life. And when I had my daughter, my spiritual practices really didn't change because they were like I had space when she would take naps and 
Um, I would be able to do all the practices that I love doing. And now that she's a toddler, our morning is very different. And so my spiritual practices look very different than what my morning practices used to look like. And I'm okay with that. And I have to make peace with that. I'm not going to beat myself up over what is currently happening. I get to adapt and evolve as each chapter unfolds because every chapter is going to look completely different or slightly different. And I get to allow what my spirituality gets to look like, gets to feel like, gets to be as these chapters unfold. And that's the exciting thing because for me, I don't want my spiritual practices to be stagnant. I want to be excited about them. I want them to be fun. I want to look forward to them. And the more that I look forward to them, the more fun I'm going to have and the more deeply connected I'm going to feel. And for me, meditation is an opportunity to really connect with my psyche, connect with my subconscious, connect with creator, creation, so that I can get the answers to my prayers. So I can uncover and heal parts of myself that are ready to reveal themselves to be healed. I also know that my spiritual practices allow me to be a better person. Like life is a very challenging thing and there are complications and there's challenging experiences that allow us to have these character building moments and character building chapters. It's not all butterflies and rainbows. And so defining your spirituality allows you to be okay with being human because the human experience is amazingly beautiful and complicated all at the same time. And when you lean into your spirituality, you are taken care of, you are supported in a completely different way than without without it. Like it's really that simple. And if you've been listening to this podcast or you just happen to be come across it or you're watching the YouTube video, there's a reason why I showed up on your page today. And there's a reason why spirituality is a part of your life. And for me, spirituality saved my life and I continue to lean into it. And it is something that allows me to be the best human that I can be so that my soul can evolve. And it's such a beautiful thing. It really, really is. So with that being said, I wanna encourage you to define what spirituality means to you, what that connection is, what your spiritual practices are, what your rituals are, what's true, what's false, what's ethical. Because when you do this, you'll know if what you're doing is supporting your spiritual life or going against it. And remember, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to adapt what you believe in. You're allowed to evolve what you believe in. You're allowed to shift and change as you shift and change your perspectives. And it's such an amazing thing. So, all right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please make sure you like and subscribe. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Please also share this with a friend if you think it's helpful. All right, bye.